to Vibrant Life episode 35. I'm Jessica Parker. I'm a holistic health coach with a master's in health psychology and a certified fitness instructor. So I have a friend with me today. And by the way, today is January 9th, 2022. It's Sunday, chilly Oregon morning. And we're going to chat with my friend Kim. So I am going to explain really quick, like how we got connected. I think it's kind of cool. Yes. So at first we were connected through social media, through my health stuff, correct? correct? And then, um, and then we connected. Well, then I started working at the gym that you go to, correct. teaching Pio, and then we got connected personally on Facebook, and then we found out we're neighbors. Yes. <laughs> like now we're best friends. Literally, yes. I do love you so much, and we're literally like. I mean, three blocks. Yes. Maybe. I love it. So, yes. and yes, you probably see her in my social media because we spend a lot of time together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but she has the coolest story. So I want to be clear. I have not coached her, but I just think that she has the coolest health journey story that I wanted to share. I am super, like my, like I said, my master's is in health psychology. So I like to put all of this together in terms of like, what motivates people, why we do things, and holistic health, I like to get to the why behind everything. And so I'm just fascinated by it. So she's had a really cool journey, which I'll let her explain. She's lost 100 pounds, yeah. like, which is, I mean, 20 pounds is hard, 10 yeah. pounds is hard. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go ahead and let you explain, like, you know, your, your journey in a snapshot. Okay. And then I'll ask some questions. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here and share my story. If I can help and motivate anyone, that's like what I like to do. So, um, so my heaviest weight, I was 266 pounds and this was back in 2018. Um, I have an autoimmune disorder. I have Sjogren's and that's like dry eyes, dry mouth. Uh, it's very closely related to lupus. It's a chronic condition. Um, I've gone to the doctors, they um, prescribed some medications um, for my symptoms, that just made me gain weight. Um, I started developing, in a matter of six months, I developed fatty liver, sleep apnea, uh, NASH, there was, uh, which is non-alcoholic steatohepatitis. Um, I had high blood pressure, um, and again, morbidly obese. Um, can I ask you something? Yes. Which I didn't even know some of this. Like, oh, yeah. Like some of the details. It's yeah. amazing. Um, how, like around how much did you gain from the time you started? Like, was it like, the, was the weight primarily from that? So I started noticing an uptake in my weight at the time of diagnosis. So okay. I was actually diagnosed with Sjogren's in 2008. Oh, wow. Then I had this on and off prescriptions, prednisone. Oh, which that was the kicker. So it didn't help with any of the symptoms. It just made me gain 20 pounds. Then I got pregnant, pregnancy weight, yeah. you know, you know, and then no idea what that's like. And then between 2011 and 2014, I gave birth to two kids. So the fluctuation up and down, up and down, yeah. still not managing my Sjogren's, uh, autoimmune disorder properly, 
the on and off dieting, binge dieting to lose the pre-pregnancy weight, post-pregnancy weight. Your body was probably like... I was a mess. Yeah. What yeah. 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 What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. So then, yeah, it came to a, a head point in 2018. That's when I went to, I think, my gastroenterologist and they're like, your LFTs are skyrocketing and they couldn't figure out why. They were in the 400s. And tell, like, what are LFTs? Liver enzymes. Okay. Yes. So they were the, like the 300, 400 range. They kept going up every lab draw and she's just like, well, she knew it had to do with my autoimmune disorder, but the one thing that you can control if you get a handle on it is your weight. And she's like, if you lose weight, this will help. You know, and that was, that was the That's mindset. That's kind of amazing too, that, yeah. you know, instead of like, what other medication can we try? Right. Yeah. And, like, and cause I was very, I was just like, I don't want to take more medication. I feel like medication got me to this point yeah. and it's masking the problem, not helping me. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So can we put that on a poster somewhere. Right. <laughs> so I'm just like, well, I've tried, I've tried everything just like so many women have. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I don't know what to do. And then I started entertaining the idea of gastric sleeve and that terrified me because they're cutting out half your stomach or you're going to get bypass if you do whatever, which one is recommended. Right. Um, I didn't want them redirecting my intestine so, or touching my intestines. That, that scared me. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, so, okay, well, I'll look into it. So I went in to the specialist and um, I started the program and Part of the program is a psychological evaluation. I completely bombed, completely bombed. I didn't realize the mental health connection between food, food addiction, you know, and all that. So they recommended counseling before I could get my surgery. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, no. what is this person going to do? Best experience ever. Changed my life. Um, it took me 12 months to get to the program. Then I had surgery. Well, so that, first of all, is, I mean, I just, that's another piece that I didn't know. And I think that's amazing yeah. that like you had, so you had 12 months of therapy before. So, yeah. So I pretty much had six months, six solid months okay. of therapy, but in order to also get approved for your insurance, you have to drop 10% of your weight, right. which I didn't even drop 10%. I couldn't even drop 10 pounds. Which, okay, I have to say that knowing, like having worked with a lot of women and even some men who deal with this, but mostly like women who are on different medications and mm -hmm. things and birth control is another thing. Mm -hmm. If you, your body is basically hijacked. So it's really, it's hard to watch because I, it's like, I want to say, you are doing everything right. You're trying, you know, whatever, but your body is not going to respond because right. it's like basically the boss is the medication, you yeah. know? And so, um, some people have a really, really hard time, like letting go of that and understanding that and, you know, and try anyway, but then feel like you're caught in this cycle of like, yes, I suck. I can't do this. My body won't listen to me, but it's not your body that's no. doing it. So, Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So the day of surgery, I remember weighing in and I was like down seven pounds and I'm like, oh, they're going to send me home. I didn't lose 10 pounds, you know, and the surgeon was very strict and sure enough, I had surgery. It was fine. So, so they cut out half my stomach. I'm like, okay, I had already made the mindset. If they're going to cut out half my stomach, I am going to go full in like 
full in. I had a plan. I was like, I'm going to join the gym. I'm going to get a personal trainer and I am going to like get leaps and bounds progress. Yeah. Cause I was like, I'm never going back to where I was. And this is like so key because yeah. I have like seen many people like on this journey and this is where I feel like the big like game changer yeah. mindset moment is. Yes. And that's why, that's why I wanted to interview Kim because I see that and you know, people may not understand what the surgery is and what it does or whatever, but it's not a permanent thing necessarily. Nope. You can absolutely go backwards and gain all your weight back. And you can also create more health problems for yourself yep. by like just doing whatever you want after that. So it's not a magic pill by any stretch of the imagination. No. And that's one thing they pushed during the, um, you know, the program is this is not a magic pill. This yeah. is not a fix all, you know, it, you can't just cut out half your stomach and then go eat cheeseburgers and go eat all these things. I can still eat cheeseburgers, but I can't like, you, you can, you have to still monitor and understand what you're putting inside your body. It's a tool. This right. is a tool. They just kept saying that That's tool, so tool, tool. And I'm just like, you know, and of course I, I didn't fully understand what they were talking about. I just knew I had to lose weight because my health was mm -hmm. in dire need of something. So post-surgery, you know, you're on restrictions and all that. Um, there's a big mental health aspect to recovery because you want to eat. Yeah. And you can't eat and you get mad because you can't eat. Cause your stomach is now like so much smaller. Yeah. And it's not like you're actually hungry. And that's the thing I was sitting there and like seeing your family or your friends eat. And you're just like, I'm not really hungry. Like if you really, I'm not yeah. hungry. You just are so used to that social and eating. And just, if you can, you eat, you know, you don't even realize how much you're putting into your body. Totally. But regarding that, but, but getting back to the health part, so checkups, my LFTs went back down in six weeks. I was, everything was normal. Everything, it like, it was an automatic reset to my body. That's automatic. huge. That is huge. Like hormonally, everything just like, boop, you're, you're fine. And How about your symptoms with um, your autoimmune stuff? So that, that's kind of an ongoing, an ongoing thing, you know, but everything was getting better. Yeah. And I didn't drop weight like massively right away. I remember, I remember weighing myself quite frequently and it's still that addiction of getting on the scale and, you know, mm -hmm. seeing progress. But I was just like, you have to be patient. You know, I was monitoring my meals and I, I dropped weight and you don't want to drop a massive amount of weight. Right. Anyways, you want right. to go slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. So I think I dropped like 25 pounds in six weeks, which was good. I was on track. Yeah. And again, you know, back to the yeah. like medication, like yeah. your body had to get rid of that too, like Correct. detox basically before yeah. it was able to like let go of that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So once I knew that I had done something in terms of my LFTs normalizing and my labs were looking so much better, I didn't have to use my sleep apnea machine anymore. I didn't have to, you know, take blood pressure medication anymore. And I was just like, okay, so this is getting better already. So now I just have to focus on the nutrition part and the exercise part. And then once I was cleared for, um, to work out, that's when I joined the gym. So that's when I got cool. a personal trainer and it's been so straight since from, because when I met you, you had lost the 100 pounds. Like, I think that 
when we started like connecting on social media, I think it was shortly after that, that you were like, it's been a hundred pounds. Like it was, you yes. know, so I actually reached my, so I set a goal. My first goal was 75 pounds and I was just like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> I was just like, cause they you want really you, felt that oh way. yeah. They ask yeah. you to set a number. Like yeah. when you're going through, they're like, you know, set your goal weight. And I'm just like, I hadn't been below 200 pounds in first, you know, and I'm just like, what are they talking about? So I just like pulled a number. I was just like 175, you know, I was just like, honestly, I just want to get in Wonderland. I want to yeah. be 199. Yeah. So I set little goals here and mm -hmm. there. I remember a couple years ago, I posted a dance video because I reached 199. I was just like, and I had a dance party with my kids, you know, Aww. and then I kept going because I'm like, I still have that goal number, which was yeah. 175. And then I reached the goal number, 175. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to make it 100. Just, you know, and sure enough, uh, I think it was the little bit last year, like right before, I don't even remember, but I reached 100 pound mark. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. So, so what would you say, like, where have your biggest struggles been along the way? I mean, because, and I, when I say that, I think it applies as it applies to anyone who's on a weight loss journey. Because mm -hmm. once you have the surgery, I feel like it's kind of like that, you mm -hmm. know, like basically dealing with stuff that anybody who has this weight loss journey. Yeah. Know? Well, I'm just like anybody else. I feel like I feel so now because I'm, I'm like, I had the surgery in 2018. So I'm almost four years post-op. I'll be four years post-op in, in July. And a lot of people have this, this thinking that, oh, you can't eat everything or, oh, you can only eat certain things and then you're going to have dumping syndrome or right. I can eat anything I want. I have, I, that was part of my recovery. I mean, I had a few episodes of like, oh, I should not have done that. Mm -hmm. I learned my lesson really fast. Right. But now I can, I'm just like a normal person just right. with a smaller stomach. So the dumping thing, <clears throat> which I'm familiar with from seeing some people close to me go through it is like more in the beginning it's more in the beginning yeah if you eat like a lot of sugar or you eat a lot of food yeah. that you're not supposed to eat you will i remember that. like teaspoons of food yes yeah. yeah and it was and that was the mental health part too is like yeah you're just like two spoonfuls of food and you're just like i just want to freaking eat like an actual an meal. actual <laughs> meal you know yeah that would you be know? very very weird <laughs> yeah and it's still really funny because when you go out to the restaurant and the waitress is like is your meal okay? And you're just like, oh no, it's great. It's just, I have to take it to go. And then I have to eat because an hour later. Because your husband also yes. has surgery later. He had So both of you yep. are like, we're only going to eat this much, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So you can eat anything you want. Technically, well, I can, I don't, you know, but, and people see me like, oh, you're so motivated. Oh, you're doing this. No, it's, there's mental health involved big mm -hmm. time. Like it's about consistency. Yeah. And really there's days where I'm just like, this sucks, dude. But I know what my ultimate goal is. I know how far I've come. I never want to get back to how unhappy and unhealthy I was. And I just yeah. keep remembering that. Yeah. Yeah. So what are things that you put in place for yourself in order to like keep like focused and motivated and keep going? I'm very routine oriented. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are like, well, gosh, I don't have the money or time for, and I'm just like, you have to make it a priority. Yeah. You have to like people go buy coffee every single day at that adds up. Yeah, <laughs> I know <laughs> that, it adds up. You know, I'm just like, 
you know, and I knew what I needed. I didn't know anything about lifting weights and stuff. And I was just like, I just want to get someone to help guide me, mm-hmm. you know, and I invested into that. And then I saw the progress and I was just like, okay, I'm going to just keep going and going and going. And now I'm at a, a, you know, period of time where I've been doing this for so long, I'm going to have to start branching out on my own. And I'm very fearful of failure again, but I'm just going to keep pushing and asking for help, you know, asking for help. And the most, one of the most important things that I discovered through this process is the people you surround yourself with. You have to get rid of the toxic people in your life Mm -hmm. who question you, who don't support you, who, you know, are saying things behind your back. You have to surround yourself with positivity yeah, to be positive and who encourage you. And that's what I found like through new relationships, like you yeah. and people at the gym. And, and that's helped me stay on track. Totally. Yeah. That is, that is huge. It's like that thing that we always hear, like you're, you are most like the like mm-hmm. closest people you spend your most time with or whatever. I'm butchering that whole quote, but really, I mean, the people you spend your most time with, like you end up being like that yeah. more, you know, like you bounce off of each other basically. And I mean, I think you're talking about training where you're going to go off on your own yeah. at some point. And, but you also like, you do a lot of group classes, oh, which yes. everybody's different in terms of what they like and what motivates them and everything. But I think you're so like, to me, I'm seeing another way in which you're like, just putting that like accountability around yourself yes and that motivation and that whole you know because there are just a bunch of people in there trying also and yeah you know and um I was going to ask because I feel like a lot of women no matter where they're at on their journey go into the gym and they're like super intimidated especially when it goes to like when it comes to going out and like using the weights and stuff like right. that how which a trainer is awesome like is that one reason you had a trainer? Well, yeah, to show me and to, yeah, I mean, it, it is intimidating to go in there, especially when you're a little bit on the bigger side and you're just like, I have no idea what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty confident woman. So I was just like, I don't care. Yeah. I I honestly didn't really care what anyone else thought of me. Yeah. And then I'm just really nice. And there are so many people you there. <laughs> there are so many people there that if you ask them for help or if yeah. you ask, they're not going to care it is you know a great gym you know and if 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 someone is mean to you just be like just move on you know they're that's off that's on them there is stuff like um, that speaking of coffee there's a gal at the coffee place I like to go to Mm -hmm. and she's this cute little really young thing that I'm all she's like you know you get to know people when you go get coffee a lot anyway (laughs) (laughs) and um She's asked, you know, asked me before what I, you know, how yeah. do I do that? What are you doing? And anyway, so I'm a fitness instructor, blah, blah, blah. And she has talked about coming to the gym, coming to class, whatever. And she's so scared. And um, that's, yeah. She needs to just come with some women. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's where I'm like, I don't even think we understand half of like, yeah. people are just very fearful. People are scared of coming to a class. Yeah. Like, you know, all the things. So anyway, so I'm just like giving you praise for that because I think it's huge mm-hmm. to go into something you're not familiar with and then you've like dove in yeah well and that's the thing I just I, I've always dived in head first it's yeah. like I'm one of extreme levels really bad or all in type yeah. situation so I just dove all in I was yeah. just like I'm gonna go for it 
setting little goals along the way have helped because, yeah. you know, I have to have a goal, something to reach for, something to motivate me. That's um, huge mm -hmm. also. Little yes. goals. I mean, little that's one goals. reason I don't love New Year's resolutions no. because I'm like a goal setter throughout the year. Yeah. Like bite off this amount, celebrate it. Because sometimes I hear people like, oh, it was just like five pounds or it was just whatever. And I'm five like, pounds oh, is huge. Yes. I used to be like five pounds. Nothing. No, you pull up a picture of what five pounds of fat looks like. Yes. It's, it's huge. Yes. It's big and that's it's off big. your body. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. And yeah. it's hard. It's not easy, especially mm -hmm. like, you know. I mean, I think, and I've lost so much weight. I've obviously reached a point where my body's very comfortable and I have a goal in the future of competing in a bodybuilding yes. contest in 2023. Yeah. So next year, when I turn 40, this little... We have witnesses. <laughs> this is getting in a string bikini up on a stage in a spray tan. I'll be there cheering you, you on. Know, and regardless, if I am still 30% body fat, I will do it. I mean, I'm going to do it, but I'm pushing as hard as I can now to, cause I'm competitive. Yeah. But, um, you know, and that's just the goal, you know, and it's probably a one and done thing, but that's just my goal. That's what I have to set me to focus. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. And, um, another thing that Kim does, which I think is really cool because I am always telling people, you have to kind of saturate your life with things that are going to motivate you, whether yes. it's like. Pinterest or doing like a vision board or certain books that you're reading or get a cookbook or you know just friends that you have and like all all these things you have to like make your personal culture about like like pushing you toward that goal mm -hmm. instead of like all these things around you that are fighting it and not motivating and anyway so one thing that you do is like you use social media for things like oh, that yeah. like posting pictures of um you know, like of competitions that you're, you know, like goals for that. And then pictures of her food mm -hmm. and like pictures of like, you know, she did three classes. Yeah. <laughs> she's a beast, <laughs> you know, and just like how she's feeling at the end of the day. I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Like whatever, you know, some, some people don't like social media. Some people prefer to like have a journal mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever, but whatever it is for you to keep your like, head in the game basically yes. is what matters yeah because you're gonna have moments where you're you're struggling yeah um where you're gonna gain weight i I've, I've had periods of time where i've gained five pounds back because i haven't been doing what i need to do yeah because like a normal person i stress eat mm -hmm. you know i eat my emotions yeah but it's about recognizing the patterns knowing what you're doing stopping it and being like okay, tomorrow's a new day. We're going to just start over right. and just keep doing that. And yeah, it seems like it's like a, a up and down battle, but usually it gets longer and longer in between those periods. And then, you know, the patterns start kicking in where it's just like, oh, I can do this. Oh, I yeah. can do this. Oh, it's getting easier. Oh, and then you just start learning. And then like another thing is like, I do a lot of like the nutrition part didn't, I didn't understand the nutrition part, you know, when my trainer was like, eat more protein. And I'm like, well, what the heck are you talking about? I'm like, you know, I thought you had to eat like lots of salads and do lots of cardio and all right. this stuff. And then I was just like, she's like, no, no, you know? So it's just about learning more and diving into that nutrition part, what your body needs to be fueled appropriately. Mm -hmm. And that's going to vary. From totally. person to person. Totally. Stop comparing yourself 
to others. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. Once too. you stop doing that and you recognize the beauty that you have as a person mm -hmm. and as a woman, Absolutely. it's going to help your mental health so much and you're going to see progress. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think also with like the nutrition piece of it is understanding this is what my body needs in yeah. order to feel like really good and mm -hmm. vibrant and be at my optimal level of health. And then the weight piece of it is like mm -hmm. side benefit, yeah, a major side benefit. But it's like our bodies, as you found out, like with all the medication and things like that, our bodies, you know, if we're just kind of like limping along and putting band-aids on things, you know, you end up feeling like crap your body's not operating very well and right. then the weight is another piece of it yeah. so that is super awesome so what advice would you give to somebody who's wanting to like make some kind of big health change and doesn't know where to start like you know thinking back to where you were four years ago I mean well obviously in my situation I reached like a precipice that would yeah yeah like, I mean, like a turning point, point. like yeah. there she, my doctor was like either this you do this or this is may happen mm -hmm. and obviously I have two young children I have a husband I'm like oh my god you know so I really technically did it for them versus me but now it's all about me yeah. <laughs> you know I've been very selfish and focusing on me I make sure I have me time gym time is my time so, I mean, the first thing is you have to be honest with yourself. You have to recognize that there's something going on. Mm -hmm. um, honesty is key. So you have to pinpoint, okay, you know, I have control of this. I'm the one putting this in my body. Yeah, my body may hate me. Genetics may play a role. But ultimately, it's what you decide to do for your exactly. own health. Exactly. Your spouse, your friend, your coworker, they can't make you healthy. You're the only person that can make you healthy. Right. So recognizing that there's a problem. And then, yeah. Um, and it's not selfish. No, it's not selfish. It's well, not okay. Selfish. Well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I used to think it was selfish because I spent so much time at the gym. Mm -hmm. But now my kids know. And my husband knows. Yeah. And my husband's like, mommy needs her time. Yeah. You know? And well, the kids and are like, go to the gym. It yeah. makes you a better mom. It yeah. makes like oh, yes. it, it makes us better people, better like where you know coworkers, like all mm -hmm. the things. It helps with our mental health. It helps with our confidence. Um, but it also, you're a, an amazing example to them. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah. And it's hard. I mean, it's it's hard to find balance. Nothing's yeah. ever. There's no such thing as perfect or balance. Yeah, <laughs> right. Really. It's really you just gotta you gotta fit it in. You gotta yeah. stop making the excuses. You gotta find time. Yeah. Whether that be ten minutes, fifteen minutes, thirty minutes, three hours. Totally. You know, you have to find the time. Yeah. Totally. And it's just keep trying. Mm -hmm. If you try something and you're like, oh my god, I'm miserable, tweak it. Yeah. Try something new. Yes. But you have to understand the difference differences between like extreme changes versus subtle changes, mm -hmm. you know, and it has to be sustainable. Yes. That's absolutely. the thing. It can't be this waxing and waning right. thing. You have to find something that's sustainable because if you keep doing these like fad things, mm -hmm. it's, you're just going to screw your body up. That's one reason, like, when I health coach, you know, sometimes, and everybody's different. Some Correct. people, like, need to dive in completely. I want to do all the things, which I find, like, a little more rare, but people know that about themselves. But usually it's like, let's focus on this 
and then this, you know, because you end up like, I'm going to do all the things and then you burn out like yes. really fast. And burnout's normal. Mm -hmm. And that's where the motivation comes in where, oh God, I'm so tired or, oh God, I just need a break. It's okay to have a break. Yeah. But you just got to get back on the horn again. Yeah. You just have to recognize yes. it as a break and not like get so relaxed that you don't. Right. You don't. Where you sabotage yourself and then you're, you're back at square one and then you have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. Yeah. It's, so I have one more question um, because this is something that I really see with people to where, um, you know, they're like doing really well, but then they're around certain people that a either like, you know, there's that whole sabotage thing where I think that people feel like, well, you're doing really well and I don't want to let go of what I like to have in my life or whatever. So I'm going to make you feel bad because misery loves company, you know, so I really want you to just like eat crap with me and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So there's that piece of it. And then there's, I don't know, there's judgment, but then there's also just being around maybe family and gatherings or friends or whatever who are like, I don't know, just not supportive and like, let's eat all the things. So how do you deal with situations like that? Get new friends? <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've lost friends that were lifelong friends that I thought we were going to be lifelong friends, but people aren't going to change and transform to what you need them to be. And same goes for you. If you don't fit into someone else, you know, mm -hmm. life happens. We, we all grow. We all grow in different directions. Yeah. Um, but again, that just comes down to, you can't expect others to understand or do something for you. You have to make the decision for yourself. So I do like a lot of pre-planning. Like we had ladies night the other night. I was just like, okay, we're going to go out. We're going to have drinks and mm -hmm. there's going to be happy hour menu. And I'm just like, oh my God. So what am I, what am I going to do, Kim? What am I going to do? Well, I'm going to eat before I go. So I'm not ravished yeah. and make, you know, crazy decisions about what I put in my body. Yeah. You know, so pre-planning yesterday, I went to a birthday party. I'm like, okay, what are they going to have? Oh my God. Cake. Oh my God. Pizza. Oh my God. What am I going to do? Well, I'm going to make my own little salad dressing because I know there's going to be a salad bar and I'm going to take my salad dressing in my purse, which people will be like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, you know, you have to do what works for you. Totally. Stay on track. I don't really care what anyone else thinks of me. Yeah. And once you get out of that mindset, you're going to have just so much success. Absolutely. But it's not easy and it takes time and I'm not perfect by any means. I mean, I fall into that trap. But again, if, if something doesn't work first time, you got to tweak it and try something else. Yes. And I think it's huge that you say, basically, I don't care what other people think. Yeah. I mean, you do really have to like set these really strong boundaries. Where yes. It's like this is so important to me that I'm not going to let somebody like persuade me any, any other direction. Right. Um, because again, like I see people, well, you know, they wanted to order pizza or whatever. And I just, you know, the, and it's, yeah. it's an excuse thing to where you have to be real with yourself. Okay. Like, is it that important to you that you don't hurt somebody's feelings or whatever? I don't think they're yeah. going to, I think they'll get over it. I, I think if someone's going to get feelings hurt over food and if you're going to eat their food or not, that's, <laughs> that's an issue. That's a, that's a, that's a whole other issue. Like, you know, like if you're going to a friend's house and it's girl night and you bring a healthy alternative, yeah. you know, yeah, just Which, voice what you need. Totally. Yeah. And I do feel like, um, what can happen, not always, but what can happen and maybe not in that moment, but along the road is people start going, okay, what are you doing? And I want to do it. Yeah. 
And that's what most people do. They're like, oh, yeah. you've been doing all this. Like, tell me more about this, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of like with the people with me. Like when I share food, they're like, oh, what recipe is this? Or, yeah. oh, what is this? What totally. are you posting? You know? And I'm just like, oh, you know. And then when we ended up, like, because we shopped first and mm -hmm. then we ended up um, at this cool restaurant and um, we had like a lower carb wine, yeah. both of us, you know, yeah. and then we both had like different salads, but with, you know, protein and, you know, it's, then you can kind of like morph things into where like, you know, here we had like a girl's night, but mm -hmm. we didn't go crazy with no. all this crap and we ended up going home feeling good. Yes. Like we still had like fun and had girl's night, but had like yeah. healthy stuff. So. Yeah. And it's, so that's the thing is like, it's possible it's possible and once you get things down like on the nutrition part you know like I like to track I write everything down I asked you if you tracked you said you you've been doing it for so long you don't have to yeah but you know what works for you I, I know like what works it. for me yeah. you know so that, that's again and everyone's different yeah so you have to find what works for you totally yeah. absolutely and yeah. sometimes like you know when I'm coaching people it's like I really do like everybody to track at first. Mm -hmm. What you do after that, it depends on who you are and what you need. You yes. know, like I'm somebody who like it's too much, um, but other people thrive off of that. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Well, and also it's if you, you really, when you start tracking, you really start seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. How everything <laughs> adds up or what you're uh -huh. actually putting in your body or the choices. And you're like, Oh, I didn't realize, like, like I said, I didn't even know what a serving size was. I didn't know what three ounces was. I didn't know. So I see, you know, when you start using scales and measuring cups and it's just a tool. Yeah, it is. It, it takes time. Yes. It's kind of overwhelming, but embrace it. Yeah. Learn from it. Cause then it can be fun. It really can. You can, you, if you have a sweet tooth and you're just like, Oh man, I really want a freaking brownie. You can't have a, well, you, you can't have a brownie, you know, go get your brownie. Or you can be like, what can I concoct, yes. make that's a healthy alternative that will still satiate my cravings? Exactly. It's possible. Exactly. It really is. Yeah, yeah, truly. That's where if, if I ever feel like, you know, I'll get on Pinterest or something. There you go. <laughs> See? Like, so like, oh, there's all these recipes and motivating quotes and mm -hmm. like all the things. So, and you're going to yeah. feel better about yourself by doing that. And heck, you know, if one night you, you binge, like I said, there's the next day. Just start Absolutely. over. One bad day isn't going to ruin all your progress. And that's Absolutely. one thing that I've learned. Yeah. You just have to get back on the horn. Exactly. So. It's about not staying in that one Correct. day. Like, Correct. Yeah. And that's where mental health comes in. Absolutely. Take care of your brain yes. and your belly. Yes. And your heart. Yes. All the things. All the things. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that is a perfect ending place. And I yes. feel like I'm going to need to have you back because there's like so many gems and so many things that, um, to help motivate other people and teach them. And I think you'd be an amazing health coach, but anyway, that's another thing. <laughs> I talk too much. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. It's awesome. All right. So thank you guys for joining us and I will link below to where you can find me. And I'm sure like if, you know, anybody has any questions that, you know, she yeah. might be willing to, you know, chat. Yeah. So just because I get you my information, you guys can shoot me a message, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Friend, 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 friend base me. Yeah. Friend, ba friend base me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Have a good day. Thanks for joining us. All right. Bye. Uh -huh. Yeah.